0: again with another episode of English and Coffee. I'm your wonderful host Damian and today we are going to talk about whatever comes to mind. No, actually we're going to talk about, um, we'll start off with the intent of discussing some of the changes that have been happening in 2020. Uh, Just things I've observed and um, I'm sure you've made a few observations of your own. Let's get into that. Let's go. know sometimes you start recording things and you talk about observations and things you're going to discuss and then you completely change your your mind but no because like i said this is an improv so i just kind of go off the cuff but i am going to talk about a few observations and things i've noticed within myself i think i'm gonna go ahead and start off with it so today's saturday as you know typically on saturdays i get up do my documentation and then i hit the door grab my stuff for fishing and i go fishing i fish all day but these past two weekends, I haven't been fishing at all. So now I'm kind of like, huh, I'm out of my routine, my normal feng shui, things I like to do. So now, what to do? I have plenty to do. You know, I have a whole battery of things in my head that I want to accomplish, things I want to achieve, things I need to get done, things I need to be doing. But, you know, with this different structure, you know, this little disruptor in my my routine, so now everything's kind of not off, but it just feels different. So of course now I have more time to do things that need to be done, more time to uh, relax, more time to enjoy, Uh, I've been making little changes in my job, I've been more productive or so I feel um, with just how I do some of my tasks, I mean stuff you do day in, day out, it's like okay, it's time to go ahead and get you know some systems and things in place just to make my job easier, not work harder, but work smarter. I mean, stuff that we do, it's repetitive, but it's like, okay, you don't want to do it, so how can you be the most, uh, or how can you find the most efficient way to do it, be the most proficient in what you want to do, get it done. It's not about doing something, it's about getting things done. I mean, why do it in 100 minutes if you can do it in 30, right? Take another sip of this coffee. Today, I'm working with the uh, French vanilla, picked it up from Sheets. Uh wasn't my choice, Wanted to get it from somewhere else. I actually wanted to eat something first, but it was just the kind of situation I fell into. Stopped by my mom's house, went to see what she was doing, went over there, she bought a new rug, helped her lay that out, moved a few items around. And then she hit me with what she called was a proposition or what she thought was a proposition, but it wasn't really a proposition. It was basically not even a favor, it was just asking for money. But I think I'm gonna give her the money. I'm going to just give her the money because I, I look at it like this. My mom is probably, I'm going to say over 65, right? I'm going to say she's over 65. So, I mean, she might have 5, 10, 15, who knows, 20 years. But we're in the short roads. I mean, just as far as, you know, when you look at numbers, we're in, we're in the short roads. I mean, she's she's lived a full life. She's living life. And I'm like, if she's just asking me for some change here, you know, a couple dollars, um, I'm gonna give her the. I'm gonna give her the money because it's a new year. It's a new year. I've been doing things a certain way. I mean, I always give her money when she asks. But I mean, I'm just like you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get get bent out of shape about it. I'm just gonna give her the money. I'm not even gonna ask her what she's gonna do with it. I know what she's gonna do with it, but that's not my problem. Like I said, at the end of the day, when she's in the ground, I don't want to be sitting here saying, "Dang, I wish I'd have gave her the money." No, I'm gonna give her the money. Let her enjoy what time she has. I'm not gonna get hung up on it. I'm like, okay, whatever either yay nay yeah i'm gonna give her the money but i'm gonna wait till friday of course i need time you know just to mentally reset i mean i could have just went pulled the money out, gave it to you right there but i said no 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 I'm not, I'm not moving that quick on it i'm gonna give it a week and then i'll give her the money um, and that's that's resolved that's that's what it's going to be um she waste the money whatever now if something comes up later in the year i say Now oh, didn't i just give you you know x amount of dollars so i'm not trying to hear it but um So things like that, you know, the mind shift, I was reading some inspirational um, stuff, not really inspirational, but just motivational, Uh, some articles in Russian, you know, just to find, find a little piece of something, you know, just to keep, keep you going. I mean, I know a lot of this stuff. I mean, I teach this stuff at work, but sometimes you got to hear it yourself. So You got to read it, you know. Um, I find a lot of times it's just uh, it's refreshing to hear it again. Just kind of re- repetition, like, like I do at work. I mean, you sit there with your the clients, you go over the same thing, you talk to this one, you talk to that one, you say the same thing over and over and over. Sometimes it takes a while, or even if people have it, you just need to hear it again. It's like, oh, okay, and then get you on the right track. Now, being that the year's just started, you know, we're not too far in, so still got some leeway, but you don't have too much leeway. And that's why I said uh, this is the whole importance of uh, setting, I think, for me, yearly goals broken down to by buy yearly and then, you know, monthly, you know, quarterly, then monthly, just to keep myself on track. So I still am going to set a goal for January, you know, that's going to lead into February, this is leading into March, April, May, June, July, you know, all pieces of the pie. So if you have a pie with 12 pieces, each month is a piece of the pie. At the end of the year, you have full pie. Now this pie isn't going to be some small goal. It's going to be a significant transformation is significant, um, which say, uh, uh, let's see, significant, um, elevation from our current platform. You know, we're going to be on a whole nother level, not necessarily with this, this podcast, but I mean, our platform in life, you know, our stance, you know, our goals and where we're at, where we're achieving, where we're hitting, where we're reaching. You definitely want to be, you know, a couple steps ahead, you know, if you go back then yeah you're you're failing but if you're moving ahead as long as you're moving incrementally uh you're making the progress but the whole thing is just like a a mile of 100 steps it's a mile of 100 steps whether you take 25 63 or 73 steps it's still a mile of 100 steps so you have to walk each mile there are no shortcuts you know, even if you just do 50 miles, one day, you still did 50. You have to do the miles. There is no short. You have to take the mile. You have to take each mile by mile. And each mile will present its own challenges. You know? Mile of 100 steps, I don't even think that's a thing. I think that's just something I said. So it makes sense. Mile of 100 steps, yeah. That's what I'm on. That's what we're going to be on this year. The mile of 100 steps. <laughs> Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. But... You know, there's a couple people moving into my complex. You know, moving in, bringing their noise, and um, that's just more motivation for me to to move. So I'm like, okay, good, good. Come in, come in with your U-Haul truck, come in with your loud kids, come in with your noise, come in with your dogs, come in with your drama, because that's just going to give me more motivation to make sure I'm on point, and do what I need to do to get out of there. I'm telling you next, I mean, if I could move to an island, I would. I mean, I was thinking about an apartment, but now I'm kind of like, hmm, is it the same price or even cheaper renting a house? Maybe I'll rent a house. I just want to be able to be home and not hear anybody else, like surrounding me. I don't want to step out. I mean, if I step outside, okay, but while I'm in the house, I don't want to hear a voice other than mine and voices I want to hear. People in my house, yes, but like just surrounding noise, people out there talking about, you know, their, whatever they did last week, I do not care to hear that. I don't want to hear it. Not when I'm on my time. If i at work, I don't care. I mean, I'll listen to that stuff all day long. I get paid to do it. I get paid to listen to problems. I get paid to help people sort through issues. But when I'm on my time, I don't want to hear none of that. So yeah, it's been an interesting year. Definitely an interesting day. Uh, what did I end up doing? I actually went to sleep uh, I got done with my documentation, I gathered all my stuff up for fishing, had my poles, my rods, and I was walking to the door, and I was just kind of like, eh, you know, I was just like, mm. I wasn't feeling it, and you know, if your heart's not in it, I mean, it won't, it won't, it won't, it won't do, so, I'm going to, I'm going to fish, because I am a fisherman, it's just right now, I'm just kind of, you know, in a, in a, in a different, in a, different, in a different wind. I'm going to say in a different wind. I mean, last year, the year before, the year before that, all I did was fish, 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 fish every weekend. So now that I didn't go fishing, it's like, okay, what do you do? Now I've got a lot of time to just think about different things. I mean, I think on the water, I've got time to get things done. Here I am recording this podcast. I mean, definitely earlier than I normally would be recording it. I mean, it's still nighttime, but I'm in a different mindset. You know, I haven't fished, fished my brain you know so you're catching me with probably what I spoke to my mom today and I'm talking to you. That's it. I don't, I don't do a lot of interaction outside of uh, work if I don't have to or fishing but only with the select few uh, just because this is not my bag. I don't need a hundred people you know around me with noise all the time. You know, some people, they always got to have somebody following them around, telling them, you know, a yes man or a yes a yes woman, you know, somebody to co-sign on everything they do. I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that approval. I just, I like to be with my thoughts, you know, but I've been thinking maybe when I get my new place, when I get my new place, uh, I would like to get some kind of pet. I'm not going to say I'm going to get a dog because a dog is just too much commitment. It's just too much commitment for me right now. And I had a dog before, and I said, if I ever get a dog, I'm going to make sure I have the time. You got to have the time. You got to walk the dog. You got to feed the dog. You got to bathe the dog. You got to play with the dog. You know, if the dog's sick, you got to take the dog to the hospital. If you're going away, I mean, you got to set up something for the dog so the dog's not just in the house going crazy, because dogs do go through emotional stress. So I'm not going to get a dog right now, just because I don't have the time in my schedule for a dog. But maybe... Um, We'll take a short break and I'll come back and finish this uh, little meandering about animals here. So where I left off, let me take a sip of this uh, coffee. I'm calling it, but it's cappuccino, but I guess it's all the same. But anyway, so yeah, like I said, a dog's a big commitment. A cat, I would like a cat. But I know my mom's allergic to cats. She told me a long time ago, many years ago when I talked about getting a cat, she told me that she was allergic. So I never got a cat. The reason I would get a cat is because cats are quiet. Cats kind of do their own thing, but they are mischievous, meaning they might get into things. So you can't have any loose wires around and things like that. Um, and then cats have hair, you know, you get cat hair on everything. But I mean, all the cats that I've come across, I mean, they've been fine. But I think the only bad thing about cats is they have the whole litter box thing. I mean, and I've been in houses, you know, I, I've walked in houses, you know, some people I've worked with have had houses where, I mean, it'll take your no, take it takes, rips the nose off your face, throws it on the ground, which is covered with sandpaper, and then they just smear it with their feet. You know, that's the kind of houses I've been in where people have cats. Most people have cats. Now, I think that's just something when you have more than one cat in the home, I mean, the smell is just so offensive. I mean, it's just like, oh my God, how are you even living in this house, breathing in this air? But when they have one cat, it's not so bad, especially if people take care of their cat, you know, and clean the litter box every day like you should. Uh, But then again, a cat is a living animal. A cat is a commitment. A cat is something that you're going to need to you know, be there for the long haul. I mean, it might be there 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, who knows how long cats live, but it's more than a day. You know, it's longer than a goldfish, which is about a year to two years. Mine did five, which was good. And there's an ambulance. I don't know if you can hear it in the background. Somebody got slammed into something because you still have a couple knuckleheads out here just being silly. Um, I guess you have to pause for the calls for a second. Okay, the ambulance is far enough down the street. Now you don't hear any more noise. Look like somebody just got smashed up right there whatever. That's not our problem. So let's see. Now another animal, they did have something. Oh, a, a hedgehog. I was looking at the hedgehogs. Now was like, it's so small. It fits in your hand. I'm like, how much trouble could a hedgehog be? But then at the same time, a hedgehog is so cute. It's such a great animal, but a hedgehog isn't supposed to be in your house and it's not supposed to be in your hand. So I don't know. I have some moral issues Uh, ethical issues with owning animals in the first place it's just like horses awesome but you can't own a horse it's not right how can you own a horse a horse is like 800 900 pounds it's a freaking living thing you can't own it and you definitely can't buy a horse horses run horses eat well you gonna what put bridle on it and the, the the hooves and nail spikes in its feet and ride it around like it's a a, your personal vehicle no 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 yeah of course we did that back in the day we did that back in the day because we didn't know any better right but now i mean people that have horses now um i I mean i hope if you have a horse and you listen to this and you have a horse i hope you are doing everything you can for that horse and treating it like a living being because it's big enough to be i mean have like a brain i mean it's it's big enough to have a soul like it's it's a living thing. You can't treat it like a dog. You know, not saying dogs don't have souls, but it's so much bigger. I mean, yeah, horses, if you think having a dog is hard work, you know, or you think taking care of like an old woman or something or a vet or something is, is hard work, a horse probably demands 10 times more the attention. 10 times more than money. I mean, you got to spend a lot of money to properly take care of a horse. I mean, you think you eat a lot. This thing's 800, 900 pounds, maybe even more than that, 1,000 pounds. So you know it's eating all day long, the water, uh, the vet, the care, the grooming, the exercise. I mean, horses run miles. Football fields. Football fields, you know, without end, just going. And then you got it in some little pasture or something in the back. You know, I mean that's that, that's crazy, and then you can't. I mean, how do you even? No, it's it's wrong. If somebody gives you a horse, they can't even give you a horse. They can ask you to look after a horse, but you can't. That's just like animals. I mean, how do you own animals? they be like people. So I mean, what what would be different? So all of a sudden, let's say the dogs just took over the world, right? And then they put babies in cages, and then people are coming and going. Oh, that's a cute one, and they say, Oh, I want that one. It's got a little. It's got a little freckle on its nose. Let me get that one. And I'm going to call it, you know, Booju or something like that. I mean, you can't do that. Uh, so I have a problem with buying animals. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. So like I said, I have some ethical and some moral issues with the whole pet thing. But I do want, I guess, I guess a pet serves as a companion. So you want a companion that doesn't require a relationship like, with uh, you know a man and a woman relationship something like that where you're all you know kill, children and all that type of stuff now I don't, I don't need any of that but you do want something at the house something to uh, keep you occupied something you can you know talk to here and there just so you don't talk to the freaking walls all the time right uh, Goldfish is cool but it's not tangible you can't you can't touch it uh, a dog is cool but like I said I mean dogs need somebody to care for them in this world. The way everything's set up, I guess that's why they call it like a concrete jungle, you know, there's barely any grass, this, this, and all the lands, the natural lands and stuff. You know, we've depleted all that, and we built all this concrete, build all these buildings. So yeah, where do the animals go? All right, and it's a problem. You have a lot of dogs just running running the street. You have a lot of cats, you know, running the street. Okay, so people got to take them in. People got to care for them, right? So we started this problem. We have to correct it. So what do you do? You, you take care of them. Now, I would say versus... Going to a pet store and getting one, I'd probably go to an animal shelter. I'd look for a dog that was about to be euthanized, and I'd say, what's going on with this dog? I mean, he's on his last leg. They're getting ready to kill him. I'm saving his life. So I would feel a little better about the situation. You know, the dog's sitting there. Maybe he's old, been, been, been abused, been treated wrong missing an ear, somebody cut his ear off or something or He got hit by a car. I'd be like, yeah, I'll take this dog on. I'm saving this dog. And then, you know, give him his last days, you know, in, in peace, you know, something where he doesn't have to um struggle so hard. Now I could see something like that. You know, if you take an injured bird or something like that, you know, you get a, you find a hawk or something in the woods, you know, you're out there trekking through the woods, you see a hawk, you know, maybe his wings broke or something like that. And you take it back home and you save it okay yeah but to just go out and get some wild animal you know and domesticate it i, I don't think that's um uh, i don't think that's right you know i don't think that's right but like i said it's not about what i think it's about what each individual thinks you know you you have to live with that i don't have to live with it if you have uh, a dog a horse and a freaking pig in your in your bedroom i mean or a yimu, i mean that's that's you you do what you do i do what i do but Like I said, there are some moral and ethical issues with that whole situation. I mean, I mean, you could I mean, I mean, we're not even going to get into like adoption, you know, where you talk about like kids and people. I mean, (laughs) prison. I mean, there's a whole there's a whole lot of so a lot of social topics out there that just raise flags everywhere. You know, I mean. Kids don't choose their parents, but. How do you adopt a kid? You know, like I'm gonna adopt this kid. Kids should be able to choose where it wants to live. So you'd be like, uh, "Where do you want to live?" Kid says, "I want to live over here." Fine, do what you do. But for for a kid to have to go somewhere where it doesn't want to go, because sometimes that happens. Not everybody who adopts kids. I mean, they're the best people. You know, sometimes the, you know, kid hits a a lucky card. You know, and a, and is actually a good family or something like that. But a lot of these times, man, some of these kids, they're better off at the home they were in. You know, of course anybody can put on a suit and sit there and look good, you know, for the the judges and the little social workers and all this stuff like this, you know, like they got it all together. Then the kid gets to the house and then they're like, oh, well, this is great, this is my bed. And they're like, all right, yeah, in a couple of years. And then somebody gets on drugs and becomes an alcoholic and next thing you know, the kid's in drama and trouble and jail and all that stuff, the system. And then when you talk about, like I said, the prisons and stuff, you got the people in there. I mean, 40 years, 50 years. I mean, you have to do 50 years in the state penitentiary. Who who are you to say who has to do 50 years? And who who gave you that kind of power to sit there and impose that on somebody? Like, how do you even sleep at night? You know, you send somebody to jail for 50 years and, and you're going to sleep? I'm sure. I mean, because there, there, there are no judges. There's only one judge. So people trying to emulate emulate that i mean they just bring that on their i mean I, I could see i mean i'm probably more the eye for an eye i'm probably more the eye for an eye school you know versus placing judgment on people you know like i said i got a few ideas a couple of things floating around in my head um but yeah i guess that's what happens when you don't go fishing you just sit back and you just think about the world but like i said i like to um i like to get a cup of coffee you know, cappuccino, a fresh cup, and just sit back and talk and see how you guys are doing. Somebody's horns going off. That's, I mean, maybe once or twice I've actually used the car alarm to find where my car was located. But that's when I'm like in a new area, a place I don't know. But when you're here in Greenville and there's like three cars in the parking lot, you don't need to push the button. You know, so obviously the guy's probably like, 80 years old or something, or some 90-year-old woman or something that just forgot what the left hand is doing, tell the right hand not to do. I mean, you know, just one of those weird situations. Sometimes you get out here, you just see a lot of people doing things that are just completely backwards. You're like, did you, did you, were you, were you born naturally or did you come out the other end? You know? Every, okay, so not to be all graphic, but let's just say uh, childbirth happens in two places. One, the stomach, or two, the natural. The baby comes out of the stomach, they cut her open, baby comes out. Or it comes out, number two, comes out the door, right? But some people, I think they came out the third option, you know, the back door. They came out the back door because they do everything completely backwards. They don't do anything that makes sense. Nothing that's even close to being rational. Like you're putting on yellow shoes, purple socks, and a green hat with a turquoise you know shirt like just completely weird that's how some people are born you know it's 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 strange you know not talking about like like born like where they have like a disability or something or some type of disorder i'm talking about they're they're born everything's good fingers and toes eyes thumbs you know can count talk but they just they're just on another page like it doesn't even work here now if you lived on mars Maybe all that stuff they do would be completely right. You know, so proud, you know, but like here when you're doing things completely backwards, it it makes a a different situation. It creates uh, you're an oddball. You're an oddball. Nothing wrong with being odd. Nothing wrong with being different. But to be an oddball, it's like you're on the next level to the 10th power. You know, you are like exponentially weird, (laughs) you know, a whole new level of weirdness. You know, like, it's not even fathomable. Like, people can't even comprehend how weird you are. But, yeah, we got a few people out here like that. But I think we'll take one more break and then we'll close it out. So as I'm closing this thing out here, getting down to the bottom of these these sips of my little cappuccino, my little coffee, I was sitting here reading the back of this cup. Let me try to read it in the dark here so you can hear what it says. It says, in quotes, at the core of helping people less fortunate than yourself is the feeling that you're becoming part of something bigger than yourself. SFTK operates year-round to make sure that those in need, that those in need within the community are taken care of. All of this helps feed, clothe and support members of the community that Sheets serves. So Sheets is a gas station. This is where I got this little cup of coffee. So I guess this uh, Sheets for Kids, maybe they take a uh, portion of the proceeds or their earnings and they donate it to a charity for kids, which is great. It's awesome. It's official. You know, you got the little cup. You got some stuff going on. But a lot of times, a lot of people set up these little charities, these little knockoffs, these little fakes that are scams. I know you know about it. You got scams in your country. We get it over here. We got people that call on the phone. You know, now see, I'm not even going to be I mean, you know what it is. I don't know. I I live here in America. Right. So anytime you get a call from some weird number and the person on the phone isn't from here and they're talking about, oh, well, you used your MasterCard. You already know it's a scam. And the scammers have to know they're running scams. So I'm like, how is it even a business? Obviously, I think they go to work 40 hours a day. Because they call, you know, with an official office sound and all this stuff. And they, hi, you know, we, we realize you, blah, 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 It's a complete lie. It's a complete lie. It's all scripted. And they read the stuff. And some people fall victim to it. Me, you know, I'm just like, um, this isn't even my phone number. Or I'm like, I don't even own one. You know, sometimes you talk to them just to talk to them, just to let them know how stupid they sound, you know. How stupid they sound. I couldn't even imagine working a job, going to it, knowing everything I was doing was BS. You know, just complete BS. Like, how do you even how do you even go to sleep at night knowing that everybody hates you? You know? I'm not talking about a telemarketer. You know? I'm not talking about somebody like, uh, oh, would you like to buy some ice? Or would you like to buy a vacuum? We're selling a new product. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people that call up. Can we, I mean, the hundreds of thousands of calls a year, if not millions. People get, and they're like, hi, my name is so-and-so from such-and-such, and I'm asking money for our cause. Like, even here, we'll get, a, we'll get a call from people saying they're from the police department asking for money. The police department doesn't ask you for money. They take your money. They just take it. They pull you over, give you a ticket. $250, $300, $600. They don't ask you for money. They take your money. So anybody calling you, if you ever come to the station, you get a phone call saying somebody saying, I'm so-and-so, the sheriff from this department we're trying to collect money click hang the phone up because it's a scam if you get a phone call from anybody talking about oh hi you want a trip to click hang the phone up it's a scam if you get a call from anyone saying oh well we uh got noticed that somebody reported fraud click 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 hang the phone up especially if they don't sound like a native i don't care if you're in china and they don't sound like they're from china click Hang the phone up. If you're in India and they don't sound like they're from India, click, hang the phone up. So here, anybody, I mean it's just known. Anybody here, right? In America, when we get a call outside of the States, and the person speaking English and the English isn't at a native level, it's over. Click. Nobody's listening to her. I'm just I'm just tell you that. I'm just tell you that. So, you know, if you're calling on some money. You know, you're like, oh, well, you have a MasterCard. No, it's a scam. We know it's a scam. It's a scam because companies over here don't operate like that. You know, BBT doesn't call you on some BS. You know, Wells Fargo doesn't call you on some BS. You know, State Employees Federal Credit Union doesn't call you on BS. Anybody calls you, they're going to say, hi, are you such or They're not even going to say, hi, are you such and such? They're going to say, hi, we're so-and-so from this and this. And this and this is your account number and blah, blah, blah. And they're going going to tell you what time it is. And you're going to understand it. You won't have to be like, could you repeat that? I didn't understand what you said. No, it's going to be an American talking to you, plain English. And you're going to know what time it is. But like I said, English is English. Life is life, right? Uh, Scammers, I hate scammers. I mean, I'm sure you don't care for scammers either. I mean, scammers are people that are trying to take your money, you know, they're trying to take your hard earned money. You work hard all week. I don't care if you're shoveling poop, you know, you work hard for it. You know, if you're, you're laying tar asphalt, you know, if you're building tree houses, whatever your craft is, you earn your money. And then some little low-life scum wants to come around and try to cheat you out of your money. No, those people, those they got a special place for those people. They got a special place for those people. I'll probably tell you about that in a future podcast. But um, I hope you guys have a great evening or afternoon or day or whatever you're doing. And I'll see you in the next one.